Matthew Schwab. I was a captain in the Merchant Marine, and I'm now the Inner Voyager, and you are now listening to Cut to the Chase podcast. Stepping out beyond boundaries takes courage and the ability to dream. We are excited to share our new audio podcast called Cut to the Chase. The structure of this podcast embodies open dialogue with friends, family, and professional colleagues talking about things that impact our ability to thrive. We hope that you will join our unscripted, unbridled podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cut to the Chase. I'm your host, Gregory Proctor, and today we will be talking about episode 141 entitled Awareness Versus Blindness. And I know everybody's going, okay, my God, he's uh, he's like a sick, mad scientist. He's done it to us again. How is he going to devise a program around awareness versus blindness. Well, people, as I've always talked about, I meet some remarkable and incredible people throughout my journey of podcasting, and I just love their stories and how they bring forth just a different, you know, formation, a different compilation of things that really intrigue me. And so today, I am going to set the stage by basically kind of providing a little bit of a contrast between awareness versus blindness. And so the definition of awareness is knowledge or perception of the situation or fact, as opposed to blindness is the lack of perception, awareness, or judgment, or just downright ignorance. Now, every human has four endowments, self-awareness, conscious, independence, will create an imagine or create to create an imagination that these give hu- humans an ultimate freedom the power to choose to respond to change and that was by mr stephen covenant now as i've said before sometimes i create these imaginary titles that everybody says they're imaginary and they still try to figure out how do I come about this when I name an episode. But today, our featured guest is a strategic mentor, podcaster, speaker, and a surfer. As a lifelong surfer, he grew up on the coast of New Jersey. He allowed for his love of the water to lead him to experience living on the coast of Hawaii, California, Oregon, and now Tampa, Florida. Having spent over 20 years traveling the world and the ocean, experiencing nearly 40 countries as a U.S. Merchant Marine officer, he has led others through a seamless, insurmountable challenge when it comes to sailing the high seas across the globe. After an experience of spiritual awakening through multiple near-death experiences, apt aptly the term the inner voyage he has made it his mission to support other leaders and navigate the uncharted waters of fear and isolation to achieve the spiritual breakthrough and the personal and professional growth that they seek to endure 
Now, I look at him as a shipmate. I look at him as a friend. I look at him as an individual that has aspired to look at life through a different lens. And so I am proud to bring forth our featured guest, Mr. Matthew Swab. Do you have any opening remarks? Thank you, Gregory. That was, uh, that was awesome and, and a very heartfelt introduction. Um, <laughs> opening remarks, I'm, I'm happy and grateful to be here and to take this to a place that uh, provides an immense value and uh, wisdom to your listeners. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Matthew. Certainly, uh, we're definitely delighted to have you on the program. And as you and I had spoke throughout uh, our discovery call, is it's it's not you know uh, an opportunity where we have a lot of men come on a program because sometimes it's hard for men to uh, to step up to the plate and be a little bit vulnerable. But what we're going to talk about today, as far as this awareness versus blindness, I'm hoping that it'll open up the doors for individuals to really step up and be willing to share their story. And so are you ready to cut to the chase, Matt? Let's do it. All right, my friend. <laughs> All right. So, Matt, you know, as as I talked about in, in your bio, as, as I was reading that off, you've spent a great amount of time uh, traveling the open ocean, you know, and I can respect that being an ex-military guy myself, uh, primarily the Marines. So share with us, with our listeners, what was that like? Being at sea uh, is is a lot of it's a lot of isolation. Uh, it's fast paced, but it's also very isolating. Uh, now it's a little bit of a different story with the connectivity that we have. But being out there is is probably one of the most pure and scary things that you can imagine because you're in this vast openness where you don't you might not see a ship for days. And there's a lot going on on the ship, but there's also a lot of downtime where if you choose, you can do a a heck of a lot of personal development with, because you get done with your work day and then pretty much everybody goes into their room and, and isolates themselves. So Mm -hmm. me, I think a lot and I feel a lot. So I'm always, I'm always asking why I'm always trying to seek to understand more. And that led me to the biggest introspective journey that I've had or voyage that I've had within my life. But I didn't realize it at the time. I was almost living, I was almost living this, this duality in life in that I was leading others through very high, high, fast paced, very volatile schedules, very, very fluid. But at the same time, I was having this awakening inside me, which I imagine a lot of people are starting to have now, especially with the impact of COVID and isolation and the change they've been thrust into in the past year. Mm-hmm. When I walked away from sailing uh, last year, right in the middle of COVID to start start the inner voyager movement, I got off the ship and I felt this, I felt this lightness about me. I felt this clarity. Mm-hmm. And I got home, went to bed, got up the next day and heard on a radio program how many countries were in isolation. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand, but I, but I knew, I knew what I was meant to do because I had spent the, the society, essentially humanity essentially went into what I had just come out of for the past 20 years and the amount right. of emotion, emotional intelligence that I, I was willing to understand about myself and how to let go of what didn't serve me anymore and how to adopt a more fluid 
uh, mindset and increase my emotional intelligence served me so well. Uh, but it's the fastest path to growth because when I talk about change, people just have this such this icky feeling about change, perspective of change that it's hard. But if mm-hmm. I learned to see seek it as growth, anytime you feel that discomfort or that fear of something uh, rooting uh, rooting up or coming up in your life that that is literally holding you back from getting to what you want in your life. Mm-hmm. That's the growth. That's that's the path to that change. That's the path to that success. Because people look at success and they think it's this hill you walk up. Well, it's really you standing still and all these experiences passing by you and you choosing to engage in them uh, or dive down the rabbit hole and then get maybe get stuck down that rabbit hole. That's really what happens. So when I when I look at growth, I'm standing still. I'm moving through life, but I'm standing still and I'm watching these experiences come by and I'm I'm seeing myself uh get engaged in them emotionally. And then as soon as I get engaged in it emotionally, I know that that's my trigger. People talk about being triggered by something or being upset by something, becoming emotional. I look at that and I say, okay, why am I feeling this way? Because there's a reason. There's a past experience that I had that imprinted this on me. This was a, nur- a nurtured behavior. I wasn't born like this. Mm-hmm. And I, I learned this somewhere in my life. And I know that this situation is limit, limiting me from where I want to go and the vision that I want to create with the Inner Voyager and all of its all of its uh, affiliates. So right. what what is this? I ask right. myself why. And as soon as I ask myself why, a situation sh- is shown to me that happened in my life that I kind of go back to while I'm staying in this moment. And I look at that situation, and it could be that I was bullied. You know, we were bullied on the playground, or you were yelled at by a parent, or you were told that you weren't going to succeed and you weren't going to be any good, or not to trust yourself because you're not worth it. Well, that all decreases your belief in yourself. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. where we get stuck is that emotion. We get attached to that emotion, and we literally become that emotion: the anger, the guilt, the shame. But we don't want to admit it to ourselves because, as men, we're told that if we're emotional, we're weak. Mm-hmm. But in that emotion, if we look at ourselves in like in this moment, right, in this present moment where we're sitting here listening to this podcast, if you can picture yourself surrounded by a sphere, right, you're in the Mm -hmm. middle of this sphere, you're suspended. And every single experience, thought, memory, emotion that you've ever had is connecting you to this outside of the sphere. So you're like suspended in this, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if we can go back, if we just have the courage to confront the fear of one of those connections we can go back and look at it objectively. And in that connection between us and an experience that imprinted a, a certain limiting belief or an emotion on us, we can choose to extract the power and the wisdom from that situation because that's really what happened. Like as we've gone, gone through life, we've become fractured. Mm-hmm. Our soul, our spirit has fractured our mindset and it's fractured our, our, our level of emotional intelligence to the point where we could be 90 degrees off on a, on a lifeline where, where we need to come back to. All mm-hmm. because of situations that that we have chosen to become a victim of, right? That's why. Right. That's why. If you're listening in, in in isolation right now, if you're listening in in lockdown, or you feel that you aren't getting what you deserve in life, it's because of your mindset, and it's because mm-hmm. of the way that emotion makes you feel that you're addicted to. We're literally addicted to emotion, right? And as men, we're taught to just swipe that under the rug. And move on and carry forward. But now we're at a point where we've been in isolation for a year and now we're thrust out of isolation and we have to go back to the workplace or we have to go back and grind on as an entrepreneur. Maybe we got kicked in the, kicked in the face during COVID. 
So many mm -hmm. people have suffered, mm -hmm. but now we're at a point where we're being asked by God, by spirit, by the universe, by infinite intelligence, whatever term you want to put to it, to look more deeply inside of ourselves because you are the center of everything that happens in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, period. Well, we certainly appreciate you uh, providing us with an in-depth explanation. And as as myself and my team were, were doing a little bit of uh, exploratory understanding of the inner voyage, you know, you chimed on basically two things there as, as you explained that, you know, foresee any change that affects your growth by learning to get ahead of it. And then, of course, create a deeper, truer connection with those around you by learning to first do this for yourself. And, you know, I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add a little bit of relevant content to this because, you know, there's so much similarities between you and I. You know, when you talk about isolation and the sphere and you're just in the center, it reminds me of when I was on the Knox class frigate and training for a marathon and running on the flight deck and the boats bouncing around with these swells and you see the horizon moving up and down, but yet, you know, you still manage to balance yourself and keep yourself on the flight deck as you're running, because if not, you know, you end up in the net or obviously end up in the water. And of course, who knows how long it take the ship to turn around and come back and get you. Yep. But those moments in myself, I realized that there was a much greater calling because, you know, I found that by being in that isolation, time was still evolving. You know, mm -hmm. even though you felt like there was no one else around you except for the crew of 300 or the crew of 500 or however many people were on the ship, but the time was still in motion. And so, you would hear stories of various things that have occurred by the time you get back to land. And of course, technology wasn't as advanced uh, back then for me as, as it is now. So we usually had to wait to be able to call via landline. But that awakening for me was such a coincidental moment in my life where I began to realize at a very young age of 17, 18 or 19, whatever age I was, the importance of how things can affect your growth and your ability to learn and to try to get ahead of it. You know, as we, as we talk about the awareness and the blindness, you know, there's a component of fear that embodies a lot of those things as well. And being fearful because we're taught in a lot of cases, don't do this, you shouldn't do that, or you have self-doubt or uh, inability of, of confidence or, or momentum or passion to kind of move yourself, you know, forward. These things are all setbacks. And I can really say truthfully that, you know, we appreciate the body of work that you're, you're moving forward with and establishing this form in the inner Voyager, because it is something that should be life changing for many people to come as long as they're willing to kind of apply themselves and and really do that deep soul searching that you've described. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's two things that I tell people when I work with them is right in the beginning. One, you set an intention on what on what you, everything you want to get out of this and two, keep an open mind and trust your process because that's what it is about. The more you mm -hmm. build trust on yourself, 
the more you start to believe in yourself and the more worth you find in yourself. And I'm really glad you brought up that C story because it reminded me, it made me reflect on the, the years that I was at sea. And I felt like I was going through all of these really intense experiences and it felt like, yes, time was moving forward, but it felt like I was in this cycle where, where it was just, it was like this never ending story. It was Groundhog Day. Right. And it took me 20 years to understand that and wake up in order to say, wait, this is a job. I don't mm -hmm. need this. Mm -hmm. There's more to life than this. And the way that I found that out was through love. Yes. Through the woman in my life to tell me that I can give myself permission to leave that job, even though I identified my entire identity was created mm -hmm. around that. Mm -hmm. And all those experiences, it was Cap Captain Matthew. That, that was it. And I said, mm -hmm. you know what? I'm going to take that that huge jump and I'm I'm going to go do something that I love because I loved building the people up and watching them evolve into something that was greater than they could ever believe and the the crux of this was I was doing this in something where I didn't even believe in myself and I was doing I was doing I was doing extraordinary things right on, on extraordinary projects a 2.2 billion dollar drilling drilling well in the uh a, a exploratory drilling pro project in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. Mm -hmm. I read, I led people through un unprecedented things and, and uh, the team that I had was amazing, mm -hmm. but I still didn't believe in myself. Right. So now I'm like, man, what happens if I just put an ounce of belief in myself? What could I, if I did all these things at sea all around the world, what could I do if I just was willing to believe in myself a little more mm -hmm. and give, set a morning routine for myself and give myself just a little time. Mm -hmm. to start to trust the process. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. You're, you're, you're definitely spot on, um, you know, that self-awareness and, and like you said, that light and coming, uh, coming into the consciousness that you have more purpose than being stuck as a hamster on a wheel, yep. you know, living through such a vicious cycle. And, yep. and to be honest with you, I, I can, I can truly relate because, you know, there was many times we, for me, I thought we were on our way back home or we would end up, you know, coming back home. And the next thing you know, it's like, Turned oh, right we're redirected. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. How many times did that happen to you? Oh, <laughs> too many to count, man. Yep. Too many to count. I was, and, I was uh, coming home from a four month deployment and two days, two days before we were supposed to get home, they said, Oh, turn around. You got to go back across the Atlantic to Spain. I was like, Oh my God. Right. You know, it was crazy. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, for those that are listening to this program that can relate, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they can sympathize with that because uh, it's, it's a heart wrenching type of experience when you've been out to sea for six months plus, and now you've got another three-month extension, or for that matter, in my case, since I was surface and subs, being underwater for an extended period of time and not even being able to see the day of light. I mean, that yeah. that in itself was uh, was really a psychological torment. Oh, yeah. You know, it, 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 it kind of reminds, and, and a lot of people are going to go, Greg, you know, you, you really stretch this either to the right or to the left. It just depends on, you know, one's perception. But when we talk about isolation, right, I want to kind of paint a very vivid picture for people. When we talk about isolation, we are talking about like being thrown in the hole in prison. Now, you do have 
a little bit more latitude and freedom. You're not just stuck in in the midst of a, a, a two meter by two meter box, but you are in isolation in such a way where the contact is only the contact of the people that you're working with that's that's on the boat. Yep. And of course, the contact with oneself. And so the rest of the world, as far as you know it, just like being thrown in the hole in prison, is completely non-existent. I mean, just like Matt said earlier, when you're on a ship, you may go days, weeks without seeing a light, a starboard or port light, even at night, looking across, you know, the ocean, seeing if there's any other boat or any other form of life that is visible. And sometimes that can really, really mentally strew with your head if you're not psychologically prepared to deal with those type of things. And, you know, these things are not taught in textbooks. What we're talking about right now is not something that that you can go pick up a book and go, okay, you, you, you can read about it and this is how you handle it. You're thrown into an experience after training, whether you're in the Merchant Marines or whether you're in the, the full-fledged armed forces, that tries to prepare you for the blindness and the awareness simultaneously so that you're always in optimum condition of readiness. Yep. And a lot of people are like, well, break that down for me, Greg. Well, I'm going to break it down for you, and, and I'm going to use a couple simple terms. Your mind is fully turned on literally all the time, all the even time. when you sleep. are asleep. Yep. You hear everything. You hear every sound. And it's actually taken me it's taken me more than a year to be able to sleep well from that. Call it PTSD. Call it whatever you want. That's right. Um, you know, we can almost run a little exercise for this on, on awareness versus blindness and really bring this full circle. Sure, sure. If we, if we think about life, because I just remember so many things happening to me on a ship, and I, I, I would get and tell me if I'm off here, but I would get, you know, the minute I got roped into something, I I got emotional about it. I got emotionally attached and mm-hmm. only at, I'd get angry and angry and I'd find myself getting drilled back, drilled down more and more pissed off. Mm-hmm. And I found the only time that it, that that situation ever released any of the pressure was when I came to just a mutual understanding with it. And I just was able right. to just to say, you know what, I accept this for what it is and I let it go. Mm-hmm. And that and that term, well, I won't even talk about surrender because that's that's a whole nother level. Sure. Um, letting go of a situation is the only way to allow it to pass to help you get to that next level. Right. Think of we think about life. Think about life as like a video game. Mm-hmm. It has it has levels. It's not linear. Mm-hmm. You get to a certain level, and those levels have tests and patterns that you got to kind of figure out. Mm-hmm. And they're, those tests and patterns come in the form of experiences, and they all mm-hmm. have a similar lesson to them. And it's your job to try to just go through it and not get attached to it as much as possible, unless it's for everybody's best good around you. Because the minute you get angry, shameful, guilty, don't believe in yourself, don't trust yourself, that situation has you and is going to keep you there until you decide to take the power back and move forward from it. Yeah. Yeah. And that is where the awareness and blindness come in because you, if you're exposed to a situation that triggers you emotionally, you've now become aware of it. 
You right. now understand this, the, the, the situation that is going on and you have a choice. You're at a T in the road. Mm-hmm. You can either turn left or t- turn left and stay blind and stay stuck mm-hmm. in that pattern and just mm-hmm. keep getting more and more angry and more and more emotional about it and let it ruin your life. Or you take a right turn, you move forward, you become aware of it and you accept it. And then you just watch it. You watch it dissolve in front of your eyes and then a yeah. new opportunity opens up. Yeah. Yeah, you're 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 spot on because uh you know there there's a lot of people you know that 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 are probably listening to this segment and they're going you know what would be a good example of what Matt just described and and mm-hmm. the best example that I can describe right now is there's a ritual when a ship or submarine crosses the equator <laughs> when you cross the um you know, the, 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 the Northern Atlantic and you, and you, and you go into the North pole or, yeah. you know, all these different things. And, you know, it's, it's a, it's a hazing event, you yep. know? And, and like I said before, you know, and Matt is, Matt has chimed in on it very eloquently as well. You're in isolation. And, you know, if you are not a part of you know, this initiation or, or if you're not certified because you've already done the initiation before, it can be a grueling, daunting time for you to survive going through something that really is just meant to, I would just basically say, kind of toughen you up, you know, put you into you know, unpredictable circumstances and, and unpredictable situations that really force you to, you know, have an out of mind, out of body experience in such a way that either you can stay calm with the situation or you can just get angry because you know what's about to happen. And sometimes it doesn't even matter if you prepare the mind, because sometimes the mind and the body, when you're getting beat up or getting watered down or whatever the case may be, um, it can be a very difficult and painful extremity for all. And I don't know, Matt, do you have anything you want to chime in on that? Yeah, absolutely. You you said it perfectly, Greg. Um, there's, uh, if we can give a, we can give a, an experience that people can relate to, um, I often say that everything that's going on in your job and your professional life is just a mirror image of what's going on in your personal life. And even like the way you think and feel and believe about yourself, mm-hmm. uh, the conversations that you have in your head, like you have the power to change those. So if you're getting into a fight with your, with people at work or, or are constantly having, um, confrontation, take a look at your personal life. Like who else are you having arguments with and, and why? And like, what, what is the theme around those arguments or those, those, uncomfortable situations. And instead of asking yourself, why is this always happening to me? Ask yourself, what, why is this happening? But how can I use this to work for me instead of happen to me? Because so often we take this victim mindset of, uh, just get angry about things, especially as men, mm-hmm. because that anger is just covering up something that, that wasn't healed when we were, what wasn't resolved from when we were a kid or our right. past. Right. And I'll tell you guys, uh, the guys and, and any of the women listening, share this with your, with your man, because I promise you, I promise you, you know, this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that vulnerability, that emotional understanding you have of yourself, it's mm-hmm. your greatest strength because that pat your past is holding so much of your, so much of your power right back from you. It just takes a willingness and an open mind to just say, you know what? 
all you have to say is, how can I look at this differently? How sure. can I use, instead of just going into your default default pattern of getting angry about something or feeling shameful and you can't tell anybody about it or guilty mm -hmm. about something, mm -hmm. just flip it. How can I look at this differently? Why is this happening from, to, why is this happening for me? Right. Right. I, rem I remember being on the ship and I, I, I guess I asked myself those same questions just in a different way. Cause I'm sitting here looking back on my 20 years on a completely different perspective from when sure. I was in it, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, crazy things that happened at sea. And I, and I look back now and I just say, Hmm, I understand why that happened for me because I choose to see every situation in my life as something that has built me up, given me strength and made me into the successful man that I am now. Right. Because I always was successful. I just didn't see it. Yep. Yep. You're absolutely right. I mean, you know, I, I, I couldn't have said that uh, any better and, and, you know, it really, really chimes in on kind of the two things that, um, you know, are related to the focus of the inner voyager, which is, you know, create that personal anatomy to understand yourself fully yep. in order to greatly, or excuse me, in order to attract greater happiness and success towards you. And then of course, the last piece of that is create through a grounded spiritual principle applications that translate to real life practices that transforms your life. Yep. You know, what we're talking about is really just letting go of those things. That's right. And, and, and allowing for yourself to be fulfilled without the worry, without the self doubt, without the, the angst or the anxiety of, 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 you know, it may happen, it may not, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about this too much and, and you're over calculating or whatever the case may be, because sometimes these things are beyond, beyond our control. And, you know, I had a, I had an interesting interview with someone uh, that that's going to be coming up in a podcast. And we started talking about basically what we're calling mental conversation. Yep. And the things that she stated was there is three things to the parts and principles of how she sees her life. There is my business, there's others business, and then there's the divine higher power business. And she said to me, she says, Greg, you know, when I step outside of what is in control of my business is where I find myself getting hurt, getting upset or getting angry because you can't control others. And I, I just thought it was brilliant when she described it the way that she did, because ultimately when you get into others business or when you get into, you know, that self doubt or insecurity in your mind, you know, that is the same thing. It's, it's, it's something that like, like you said earlier, you know, we get wrapped around the axle on all of the emotional connectivity that sometimes we just need to let go. And, you know, if we can strive to do those type of things, get away from what has been self-taught, life improves on its own because you have the potential to see what you haven't seen before. That is perfect. You're, you're, you're seeing the unseen. A hundred percent. And that, and that comes in seeing the unseen is your, is your intuitiveness. That's mm -hmm. trusting your inner guidance system. 
Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, what, uh, what I share is like your mental mindset, your emotional intelligence, your spiritual beingness. That's, that's your intuitiveness, your intuitive gifts. Yep. And it's, it, it is about finding your gift because passion and purpose, you know, people say, find your passion and your purpose. Well, that can fizzle out because you're not using the core of who you are. The core of who you are lies in you confronting the absolute scariest situations that you've ever had in your life. All those mm-hmm. demons, mm-hmm. which is just a choice to say, you know what, I'm strong enough to face this. Right. right. Because I know it's, I'm literally facing myself. Yep. And I, I think a very, very powerful exercise that I did in, in a very dark time in my life was um, everything was going wrong. I thought everything was going wrong in my life. And I said, you know what, I'm going to spend three weeks and I'm going to write down everything, every fearful situation that scared the hell out of me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And not only am I going to write it down, but I'm going to go back and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to re-experience it in who I am now and see what happens. And I'm going to allow myself to feel what I felt then. Right. Because when you get an emotion, when, when you, when ha- something happens to you that's traumatic, it almost hits you and freezes you. You feel sure. frozen. Sure. And you can go back and you can literally just write down and, and feel like go and experience what it is. And when you do that, you feel the sense of freedom from it and you can, you can move forward with new opportunity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People yeah. talk about gifts, uh, spirits, pur- passion and purpose. And man, that's, that's surface level. There's so much more beneath that. Right. Right. Yeah. To- totally, uh, totally agree. And, and, and definitely, uh, quite insightful how, how you explain that, uh, to our listeners. And so Matt, you know, we're almost out of time, but I do have at least one or two more questions that, that I'd like to kind of dive into with you on. Okay. And one of those is, is for anyone that is listening to the program today that is kind of sitting in that point of isolation and really trying to figure out, you know, are these guys talking directly to me? You yep. know, it, it, it seems like they're, 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 they're reaching into my soul. You know, how can I take the first step? What would you say to those individuals? I would say that somebody willing to take the first step, and this is a huge gift because we're sharing something that is from our perspective, mm-hmm. not not from when we were willing to take the first step. So we can right. we can give somebody something that can help them really create that bridge and like rocket them into, into greater success. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I would ask them, in whatever belief system you have, is show me what I need to see, show me what I am not seeing, what I'm not seeing, and give me the power and the courage to understand better. Sure. 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 I, I choose to seek greater understanding about myself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and do what is meant for my highest good in life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, that was something profound that, that I had to learn uh, a lot of lessons from before somebody told me, always ask what is for your highest good and what you're going through. And it could be the most painful thing in, in, in the world that you have to face. Right. Right. But Ladies and gentlemen, when you choose to face that, there is an extraordinary amount of opportunity on the back end of it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Totally agree. Totally agree. And we appreciate you sharing that. So my last question is, is, is obviously as it relates to the inner 
voyage. You know, if someone wants to reach out to you, um, you know, regarding the the teachings, the the philosophies, the principles, you know, they want to they want to find out more. They want to kind of kind of uh, you know adopt this into their day to day lives. How would they go about reaching out to either you or someone in your organization to uh, to find out more about that? Uh, directly, you can reach me on LinkedIn, Matthew mm-hmm. Schwab. I think I'm Captain Matthew Schwab on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess you have to drop that title. <laughs> uh, and on the uh, on the website, there's a contact form at the bottom, uh, www.theinnervoyager.com. Uh, we're doing a lot with personal autonomy to self-govern everyone's lives, take control of your life, and then uh, how that fits and can uh, translate into growing your culture as a as a business because it's it's nothing short of something short of beauty and magic when you get a, when you get coherence with yourself and then you create that coherence with your team. Right. Right. Absolutely. Well, we certainly appreciate you sharing that also as well, Matt. Um, I'm sure there'll be quite a few people that are interested. uh, We'll, we'll directly reach out to you. And so as we wrap up, I'm going to close with the remarks of knowledge is power. It can also help you overcome any fear of the unexpected. When you learn, you gain more awareness through the process and you know what the pitfalls look like for you are getting ready to transition to the next level. And that was by Mr. Jay Shetty. And certainly to our listeners, there's so many things going on in the world today that focus us in on the wrong, true self. Let's not get caught up in these things and live our life in blindness. Be aware of what's being perceived. Bring these things to light to help you and others around you live a more prosperous and fulfilled life and live out all of your endeavors as you see them the way that they should be through the right lens. This is Gregory Proctor. This has been episode 141. As always, let's maintain unity and compassion, figure out a way to make this world a better place. This has been episode 141 entitled Awareness Versus Blindness. Matt, Thank you very much for being on the program. We're delighted to have you, and certainly we have to get you back on again, my brother. Pleasure. Pleasure, brother. Thank you very much for the time. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for your team. Take care, everybody. Happy Friday. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to Cut to the Chase. Stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn at Cut to the Chase. You'll also find even more great content on our website at www.k2tcpodcast.com. Thank you and catch you on the next episode.